When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Wanderers. You may have noticed that this show now has a new name, Lore of the Rings, Wander the World of J.R.R. Tolkien. New name, same great content. Today we will finish the tragic tale of Hudin's children by analyzing the chapter called of Turin Turambar, in a book called The Silmarillion, written by J.R.R. Tolkien and published after his death by Ballantine Books. A link to purchase The Silmarillion is in the show notes, as well as a link to purchase the novel-length version of this story, compiled and edited by Christopher Tolkien. Welcome! In the Lore of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of Middle-earth. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-earth, then listen and subscribe. Bagovanian, fellow wanderers! Today's episode date is June 2nd. On this day in Middle-earth, in the year 2941 of the Third Age, Bilbo and the dwarves have just had their encounter with the trolls and are a few days out from arriving at Rivendell. This is adapted from the Today in Middle-Earth History calendar on theonering.net. Let's check the map. These map checks are modeled after the beautiful maps that accompany the Lord of the Rings books and I hope give you the context for today's story. If none of this makes sense, please listen to a few previous episodes and catch back up. It is the first age of Middle-Earth. Morgoth, the Dark Lord, controls northern Beleriand but seeks to root out the remaining elven strongholds, including the Cavern Fortress of Nargothrond the magically protected kingdom of Doriath, and the hidden city of Gondolin. In an effort to find Gondolin, Morgoth is torturing the man Hurin by cursing Hurin's children and forcing him to watch their tragic lives unfold. Turin, son of Hurin, grew up in Doriath, but tragedy haunts his every deed, and after accidentally killing his friend, is led to Nargothrond by the elf Gwyndor. A last note, the tale of the children of Hurin is one of the three foundational tales of Tolkien's mythology. We pick up the tale when Turin and Gwyndor arrive in Nargothrond. In Nargothrond, Turin doesn't reveal his name, but instead names himself Argawain, son of Umroth, meaning bloodstained son of ill fate. Turin reaches his full maturity in Nargothrond and is described like his mother's people, the House of Beor, and like another certain descendant from the House of Beor, Aragorn. Turin has dark hair, pale skin, and gray eyes. The black sword Anglachel is reforged, and Turin names it Guthrang, the Iron of Death. He also chooses a dwarf mask from the armories of Nargothrond, and with these new armaments, Turin earns a new name for himself, Mormigal the Black Sword. Quickly, Turin gains favor in the sight of the elves in Nargothrond. Even the king's daughter, Fenduilis, begins to fall in love with him. However, Gwyndor the elf, who led Turin to Nargothrond, loves Fenduilis, and being jealous, he reveals Turin's true name to her and warns her of the, quote, dark doom that surrounds Turin. Turin feels betrayed by Gwyndor's revelation, accusing Gwyndor of calling his doom upon him. Gwyndor simply replies, quote, The doom lies in yourself, 
not in your name. With Turin's name revealed, he becomes even more influential in Nargothrond and convinces the people to change their manner of warfare. Instead of stealthy tactics, he convinces them to ride out in great numbers in open war. He even convinces them to build a bridge over the great river Narog so that their armies and supplies can flow in and out with efficiency rather than crossing the river miles upstream. Led by Turin, the armies of Nargothrond are able to clear all of Morgoth's servants from the northwestern corner of Valerian. Because of these deeds, the fame of Turin became known throughout the land, coming both to Morgoth's and Thingol's ears. Turin's mother Morwen decides that the time is right for her to leave her homeland and seek for Turin in Doriath. She and Nienor make the long journey and are welcomed as guests in the halls of Thingol. In time, two elves arrive in Nargothrond, sent by Círdan. Círdan had received word from Olmo, the Valar who ruled the oceans and all bodies of water. If you remember a few chapters back, it was Olmo who originally inspired Finrod to found Nargothrond, and he has a message of warning to the king, quote, Evil is coming. Shut the doors of the fortress and go not abroad. Cast the stones of your pride into the loud river, that the creeping evil may not find the gate. Turin basically has command of all of Nargothrond, and since the bridge was his idea, he refuses to knock it down. Not long after came Glaurung, the great dragon, down from the north with a great army of orcs long prepared. The armies of Nargothrond go out to meet the dragon, but none could stand against him, except Turin in his dwarf mask. But Morgoth's forces break the elven army, King Orodraith is slain, and Gwyndor is fatally wounded. Before he dies, Gwyndor says to Turin, quote, Haste thee to Nargothrond, and save Fynduilas. Leaving the dead behind, Turin runs back to Nargothrond, mustering what surviving warriors he could along the way. But he is too late. Glaurung and his orcs are already sacking the cavern fortress. Indeed, Turin's own bridge proved their undoing. For Glaurung stood on the bridge, and using all his fires, he overthrew the doors of Nargothrond. By the time Turin arrives, the orcs have already scattered the remaining guard, and gathered together the women to take back as slaves for Morgoth. Turin hacks his way to the prisoners as they pass over the bridge. He stands alone when Glaurung comes forth to challenge him. Turin attempts to attack, but Glaurung is able to ensnare him with his serpent gaze, quote, and straightway he fell under the binding spell of the lidless eyes of the dragon and was halted moveless. Glaurung insults Turin, saying, quote, Evil have been all thy ways, son of Hurin, thankless fostering, outlaw, slayer of thy friend, thief of love, usurper of Nargothrond, captain foolhardy and deserter of thy kin. The dragon then lies that Turin's mother and sister are already slaves to Morgoth, while Turin gets to be a mighty prince among elves. Turin listens to all these words, lies, or at least twisted truths as they may be, and, quote, he saw himself as in a mirror misshapen by malice, and loathed that which he saw. While Turin is under the dragon's spell, the orcs force their prisoners across the bridge, and run them north to Angband. Fynduilas cries out to Turin as she passes, but he is powerless to heed her, though her voice haunts him. Glaurung finally releases Turin, who makes to continue the fight, but Glaurung gives Turin an evil choice. Try and help your mother and sister escape from slavery, or attempt to rescue the elven maiden Fynduilas. Turin follows the northern road, having chosen to rescue his mother and sister from thraldom, as the lies of Glaurung have led him to believe. Glaurung, having accomplished his master's will, expels the remaining orcs from Nargothrond, gathers all the remaining treasure, and rests on his spoils of victory. Thus, one of the remaining major strongholds of the elves, Nargothrond, falls to Morgoth. Founded by Finrod by inspiration from Ulmo, central to Turin's tale and Baron's journeys, and finally sacked by the father of all dragons, Nargothrond is no more. We're not done yet! 
If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hastening back to Dorloman, Jordan finds his homeland bleak, and Morin is already gone. He learns of her journey to Doriath from a kinswoman, who claims that they made the journey because the lands were made safe by the Black Sword. Turin realizes that some good came from his deeds, although he turns around and slays several Easterling men that are allied with Morgoth. Turin resolves that his family is now safe in Doriath with his foster father, King Fingal, and so he decides to pursue Finduilis on the northern road. But again, Turin is too late. He cannot find their trail. He eventually travels back south, where he encounters the good men that protect the forest of Brethel. These men tell Turin that they encountered the orcs and attempted to free the prisoners, but the orcs slew their captives, pinning Fenduilis to a tree with a spear. The men had buried Fenduilis in a mound. Turin's grief again knocks him into a dazed darkness, so the men lead him back to their camp, where he finds healing. He gives himself yet another new name, quote, Turambar, meaning Master of Doom. In Doriath, tidings of the sack of Nargothrond and Turin's confirmed presence there come to Thingol and Morwen. Due to conflicting reports, Morwen decides to ride to Nargothrond to find her son. Nianor, in disguise, also, quote, went with that ill-fated riding. For the dragon Glaurong became aware of their mission. He lay in a river, causing a great vapor to rise up, confusing the elves who accompanied Morwen and Nianor. Morwen became lost, and no tidings of her ever came back to Doriath. But Nienor climbed a hill to get above the stench and came face to face with the dragon. Learning who she was, Glaurung puts a spell on her, a spell of, quote, utter darkness and forgetfulness. She could not remember where she was, how she got there, or even what her name was. One of the elves in the company, Mablung, found Nienor standing alone on the hill. Taking her by the hand, he leads her back to Doriath. But being attacked by a band of orcs, she suddenly runs away in terror. Mablung searches for her, but in vain, and returns to report to Thingol and Melian in Doriath. Nienor runs through the woods and knows only that a shadow is behind her. She comes to the mound of Funduilis and casts herself upon it. Thus, Turin Turambar finds her. Turin and his men carry her to safety. Eventually she wakes and, quote, As soon as she looked upon Turambar, she was comforted, for it seemed to her that she had found at last something that she had sought in her darkness. Remember that Turin and Nienor, though brother and sister, had never before met because Turin was sent to Doriath before Nienor was born. But Glauron the dragon is on the move. His next target is this band of men who protect the forest of Brethel. All people now look to Turin for leadership, having scorned their club-footed ruler Brandir. Turin asks for volunteers to go with him against the dragon, then they depart. They find the dragon resting on the far side of a chasm at night, and assume that the dragon will cross over the chasm when he wakes. So, in the dead of night, Turin climbs down the sheer walls, crosses the raging river at the bottom of the gorge, and climbs up the other side, all in the darkness of the night. Then Glaurong wakes and begins to heave his bulk across the gorge. Underneath the dragon, Turin summons, quote, all his will and courage, and with all the might of his arm and of his hate, he thrust his sword into the soft belly of the worm, even up to the hilts. Let's make a quick aside here. Remember another unlikely hero, Samwise Gamgee, who likewise fought a monster of evil, Shelob the Spider Monster. In the Two Towers, we find this passage, quote, but Shelob was not as dragons are, no softer spot had she save only her eyes, 
Those hideous folds could not be pierced by any strength of men. Not though elf or dwarf should forge the steel, or the hand of Baron or of Turin wield it. Then she attempts to squash Sam, who holds Sting above his head, and pierces Shelob through the belly. The offhand reference to Baron's hand, in which he had to reclaim a Silmaril and was bit off by a giant wolf, is a long-sighted reference to Turin's hand, who wielded a sword to pierce the underbelly of a dragon. So Sam's deed was among the bravest of the elf friends, and as he was successful in piercing the spider, so was Turin in piercing the dragon. Glaurung screams in pain and heaves his remaining bulk over the gorge. In agony, he lashes and spits fire, quote, until at last his fires died and he lay still. Turin climbs from the chasm and desires to reclaim his sword, but upon pulling the hilt out of Glaurung's belly, a black poisonous blood spits forth, and Turin falls, quote, into a dark swoon. Thus Nienor finds Turin, thinking him dead. Seeing his hand, she washes it with her tears and binds the wound with a strip of clothing. The healing tears of Nienor is another callback to the Valar Niena, the mourner who washed away the evil darkness of Morgoth after he had killed the two trees of Valinor. Glaurung the dragon is not dead yet. Stirring, he sees Nienor and releases her from his spell of forgetfulness. He says, quote, I give thee joy that thou hast found thy brother at last, and now thou shalt know him, stabber in the dark treacherous to foes, faithless to friends, and a curse unto his kin. Then the dragon dies. Nienor, released from the spell, looks on her brother's face and cries, quote, Farewell, Aturan Turambar, Turan Ambartananin, meaning Master of Doom by Doom Mastered. Thinking that all is lost, she casts herself over the edge of the chasm and, quote, was lost in the wild water. Turin eventually wakes, surprised by the binding on his hand, and makes his way back to his people, where he learns, from Brandir, that Nienor is indeed his sister, and that she has caused her own death. In this tale, Turin, quote, heard the feet of his doom overtaking him, and he alleges that Brandir caused Nienor's death. Then he cursed and slew Brandir. But soon, Moblong and the elves arrive, seeking to waylay the dragon. From them, Turin learns what had befallen his mother and sister, and realizes that Brandir's words were true, and that he had slain him unjustly. Enraged, Turin flees into the wild, he unleashes his black sword, Guthrang, and asks it, quote, Wilt thou therefore take Turan Tunambar? Wilt thou slay me swiftly? And the sword answers back, in a way that only a magical object in Tolkien's world could answer, quote, Yea, I will drink thy blood gladly, that so I may forget the blood of Balig, my master, and the blood of Brandir, slain unjustly. I will slay thee swiftly. Setting the hilt on the ground, he cast himself on the sword, and, quote, The black blade took his life. The elves and men come upon Turin's body and the corpses of the dragon. They burn the dragon's body, somewhat ironic if you think about it, and laid a mound around Turin where he had fallen, placing the shards of his sword next to him. They set a large stone on the mound with these words, quote, Turin Turambar Dagnir Glarunga, and beneath that, Nienor Niniel. But, quote, she was not there, nor was it ever known whether the cold waters of the river had taken her. So ends the tragedy of Hurin's children. Turan Tunambar and Nienor. Now I think you see how the alternate title that I mentioned in our last episode applies. The Curse of Morgoth caused devastation in the lives of Turin and Nienor. And in that doom, many noble elves and men were killed, and even the stronghold of Nargothraun had been sacked. Please join me next week, where we learn of another victory for Morgoth, as the reign of the elven king Thingol and the Maiar queen Melian comes to an end, and the realm of Doriath falls into ruin.
My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.